14 months in a pandemic, and areas of the world are experiencing it all differently. No matter where you are, if the area is opening up, or if you're in another state of emergency, life goes on, but especially business needs to go on. In this episode of Conversations for Fearless Leaders, we talk about how to have the conversation with self and team members to really find success and keep that business thriving. Welcome to Conversations for Fearless Leaders. Do you avoid important conversations for fear of not saying it right? How comfortable are you to deal with difficult situations? What if instead you could approach any conversation with clarity and confidence. We are Dale Lachlan of Trinidad and Tobago and Rhonda York of the United States. In Conversations for Fearless Leaders, we draw on our combined 40 years of experiences as professionally trained coaches, certified in conversational intelligence and team coaching. So join us in this podcast series as we discuss your most challenging leadership situations with a deep multidisciplinary perspective. In each episode, we will share practical tools, tips, and steps for you to implement with confidence. Let your journey with us awaken your inner courage to discover, experiment, and learn what it takes to become a fearless master of leadership conversations. I was listening last night to a BBC report that in the UK, they're about two or three weeks out of freeing up, completely opening. And um, they're already being warned that they're heading for another spike. They're heading for another wave. At the same time, there are hundreds, I don't there's any number of people marching against the vaccine. At the same time, life has to go on. So while we talk about life happening, it's the juxtaposition of life happens. Life has to continue to go on. There is so much volatility. There is so much turmoil in that space of life happening and going on. When you think about it, that our leaders are experiencing on a day-to-day basis. Right here in Trinidad, the roller coaster we have been on in recent weeks, because we are now navigating, I think it's a third wave of the virus, is, is extraordinary. We don't have enough vaccines to create that kind of safety net. And at the same time, our leaders are trying, having been in different stages of lockdown over the last 14 months, our leaders in their organizations are trying to keep their organizations intact, whatever that means for the organization at this time. Yeah, just because there's a pandemic and we all over this world have been dealing with this well over a year and a half now. And people have to survive, not only personally, but businesses have to survive. And the business has to survive 
in order for people to live, take care of themselves, their family, etc. So when we talk about life happens, so how does a fearless leader that you and I talk about in conversations for fearless leaders, how does a leader deal with this? Not just the day-to-day business, but now we've got pandemic in there. And as you said, in Trinidad, you're going through another third wave. You're in another lockdown, state of emergency. So how do leaders handle all this? What comes up for me? How do they handle all this? They hand, The fearless leader handles this in a couple of ways, Rhonda. One, notwithstanding all the volatility with a certain degree of positivity that we're going to get through this. Having said that, in my conversations with leaders over the last couple of weeks, I know that they don't always see the answer to that question. But there is that positivity. We will get through this. Now, what does that look like? What does that look like? It's taking so much out of the leader himself or herself. It's taking so much out of them. In one instance, the organization is closed for business. They have their staff working remotely. So there is a certain amount of work that is still being done. They have made the choice that they will continue. They will not just continue. They will invest in a program of leadership development for their second tiers because they know that when, as things start, as we start to emerge and as things start to gradually get better, they know that they're going to need these key members of their staff to step up and to step up quickly. So they're seeing this time as a time when they need to make that investment in them. They're also thinking that maybe even from showing that we care point of view, we're going to keep them on full salary. We're investing in their development. And somehow or other, this is sending a message to them that you are, in inverted commas, safe with us. Your job is safe at this time. And you know what? We're going to get through this together. Wow. How progressive thinking is that for a leader and an organization? And you and I talk about building your bench, your high potentials, and they're right right now as a key time to do that. Whereas my concern is that so many organizations and leaders are thinking, there's too much going on. We have a pandemic. How can I add one more thing? But kudos to them for thinking we will come out of it. So there's a positive thought right there. And we will need our leaders. So let's continue to develop them because they're important. And the message that they're sending that you are important, we care, we find value in you so much that during this difficult time, you are safe, your job is safe, and we will continue to invest with you. What do you think those people that work for this organization, how do you think they think about their company that they work for? I'm meeting, I've met them for the first time within the last week. And all I can say is that what I got from them was absolute excitement around starting. What are we starting with? Conversations. That's what we're working, I'm working with them for the next three months 
on mastering their leadership conversations. It all starts with the conversation, right? Yep. And, and, and again, it's, yeah. yeah. And it's that's, not just the conversation or a conversation, but the right conversation, which is what you and I coach our different clients, the leaders to do. And I am just so impressed listening to the story that you're sharing about your client doing that. So I think this might be an opportunity for you and I to stop and think, okay, how do we help our other listeners that are wanting to be that fearless leader? What are some things that they could do during this time? And it doesn't matter where you're located in the world. Again, if you're just joining us, Dale is in Trinidad and Tobago, and I'm here in the U.S. But even in our own perspective countries, different areas are experiencing differently. So like I heard someone say one time, we're all in the same storm. We might be getting different waves, different impacts at different times, but we're all in the storm. So what is it that companies, leaders can do to really help weather this storm? One of the questions, Rhonda, that I ask my clients is think six, eight, 12 weeks out. And that's the question I'm asking them right now. Mm -hmm. We know that we're in a very difficult situation right, right now. But let us think eight weeks out, let's see. Let us hope that within that period, the things we are doing right now at a country level, at an organization level, at a community level, at a family level, at an individual level, work. And maybe we're in a position to start some kind of phased opening. The question I want you to think about, leader, and to think about for yourself as well as with your team is what at that point do you want to be acknowledging yourself for as having done really well over this period? What do you want other people to be saying that they really appreciated about you as a leader and you as a management team over this period? And then work backwards from that to say, okay, if this is the story we want others to tell themselves about us 10 weeks from now, as we start when they come to, out of the storm, when you come, well, it might even be coming out of the storm, but at least the waves start to be less. <laughs> there, there just seems to be less volatility, less Got storm. It. Yeah. There may be an ease. What is the story we want to people to be telling themselves and others about us, about how we showed up? And if that is the story, then what does that mean in terms of what we must do over that period? What are the things we must stop doing? As you say, we must down-regulate. What are the things we must start doing? What are the things we must up-regulate? If this is how we're going to show up, because it's got to be very intentional and coming back to how we define the fearless leader, we know the fearless leader is not one who doesn't have fear. He feels the fear, but he goes ahead with intention, with a positive intention, with the confidence that he can to do the things and have the conversations, the right conversations that need to be held. 
So that's what I encourage my clients to do. And when I hear you talk about that, if we break it down for our listeners, it's having a conversation. And what I heard you say was it starts with a question. Yes. How do we want to look back and what story do we want to be able to tell about how we showed up during this time? Whether it's a pandemic or any other time, what's our story when we get to the end? And if that's how we want to tell the story, then what do we need? So another question, what do we need to do now? How do we need to show up? How do we need to behave? What conversations do we need to have? And I would even add to that, Dale, let's scale it that you and I talk about. So Mm -hmm. on a scale of one to 10, with 10 being perfect, if we're talking about our story, and we said we did this at a 10, what is our score right now on that scale of one to 10? And then another question would be, what is it we need to do? Upregulate, downregulate, change, stop, start, whatever you want to use to help move us closer to that 10 that story that we want to be able to tell two months, 10 weeks, a year from now. So if you think about having fear or questions around how to have the right conversation, ask a question. It all starts with a question. And it's a question that you don't have the answer to, but it's a question that opens the door to conversations. And then I would coach my leaders to stop talking. Ask the question and then listen. And I mean really listen. Watch the body language. Hear what's being said, not being said. Pick up on the tone, the mood, the pace. Watch how your team members interact with each other and how they even respond without even saying anything. You will be amazed at how much information you gain in that type of conversation. And it will be so powerful. And then you and I talked about a few minutes ago, how do they keep it in front of them? So it's one thing to have that conversation today, tomorrow, next week, and you've made your decisions on how you want to show up and behave. So how do they keep it in front of them so that it doesn't get lost when they go back to their day-to-day work, things that they do, that they don't slip back into old behaviors. So what are your thoughts, Dale, on how do we keep this going towards our 10 that we want to reach? I think what the leader does is he works on himself first. He works within himself first. Then he starts to work with his team. And they're just such little things that can help us to stay aware of where we are on that scale. Yesterday, I was speaking with a client and and, and what came out of the conversation was, and and, and this is what I think Marshall Goldsmith talks about, just before you go to bed at night, that one question, how did I show up at my best today? Did I do my best today to be the leader that I want to be? Did I do my best today to be a fearless leader? Did I do my best today to lead with intention? Did I do my best today to show up in the way that I want to show up? Where am I on my scale of one to 10 as I go to sleep tonight? Where would I like to be? What could get me there? Understanding that you're doing this self-analysis 
with love, with deep empathy for all that you're going through. This is not a judgment of self. This is a reflection of your fearless leadership during the day. That's a self-awareness check. It is a self-awareness check done with love. As I said, the intention is not to self-judge. The intention is to know and having known them, be able to move one step further, one step forward. And I would say that we're not judging self, but also to remember if you have excuses for why you didn't show up perfectly or at your 10, remember that there's things going on in the lives of your team members that may keep them from showing up at a 10. And instead of attacking or what's your problem, ask a question first. What's going on? I noticed you're not working at your normal level or you're not behaving in your typical way. How can I help? What's going on? Again, it's perfect to use questions to start conversations. And I have just been so amazed at the powerful conversations that happen just by asking one question, because then it leads to another question and another question, especially if you'll do something that Dale, you and I have suggested, and that's double click. When you hear something, don't assume that you understand or think that they mean the same thing as you interpret it to be asked. What do you mean by this? When you say, I'm depressed, Tell me more about that. What's going on? Don't just accept the word, but go deeper to find out what's under that. And then you can really understand and connect with your team members. So this has been great, Dale. Anything you want to say as we wrap this episode up? I'm just thinking that in listening to you just in the last couple of sentences that really what this fearless leader is able to do is to move beyond the fear so that he asks questions that he doesn't know the answer for so that he's not afraid to double click and to reveal additional meaning hidden meaning that otherwise would not have been revealed he's not afraid to having asked the question to step back and really listen He's not afraid to take the time to have the conversation because he knows that this conversation might save any number of errors, omissions, and confusions, and misinterpretations down the road that would take even more time. And more to to the point, a fearless leader is not afraid to continue during the conversation to observe himself, to be self-aware, and in being aware to navigate his own feelings of impatience, judgment, all the feelings that might cause him in the conversation itself not to show up as the 10 that he wants to show up as. So I loved your points, Rhonda. Loved those points that you just made. Thank you. And You and I can talk for hours and hours because we get so excited coaching our leaders and our teams. So if you need additional help, 
having that important conversation with your team or members in your organization, don't hesitate to reach out to Dale Lachlan or Rhonda York for Conversations for Fearless Leaders. Thank you for joining us in this episode, and we'll see you next week. Have a great one.